Hey, and welcome to Wind Down Wednesday. You can find us at winddownwednesday.com, at Wind Down Wednesday on Instagram and Facebook. That's Wind Down Wednesday. Wine, like our favorite drink, down without the O. I'm your host, Marta, and today's guest I have with me my lovely and beautiful friend, Rita. Hi. And before we get to today's topic of friendship, I wanted to go over highlights of the week. Uh, Rita, what was your highlight of the week? Actually, there have been a few highlights this week. It's been a great week. Ooh, I want to hear. It's been a great week. What First of all, before anything else, Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the On The Run 2 concert was just amazing. Beyonce and her husband came through. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> You can't call him her husband. And I say mean, no shade. you know, he was like a supporting actor <laughs> <laughs> on that show. But you know, it's Jay Z, so you know. As a rap nerd, as yes, you call yourself, yes, yes. my apologies <laughs> <laughs> to me and my people. Yeah, because you know he's like one of the best, right? Yes, but, exactly. But so, he also cheated on Beyonce, so which brings back <laughs> us back to our original point. You don't do that. <laughs> he's her that dude. He's just yeah. Dude. He's the husband. He's like you know the, he's the a, trophy husband. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that what he is now? I mean, that's, she's 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 the boss. it. She's yeah, the boss. she's it. Anyway, so that was one highlight. <laughs> Amazing concert. If you weren't there. I still haven't seen her in concert. Maybe they'll do another one. I don't know. I still, I don't think so. And She's it, so good. I, I want, I want the Disney Child con- the tour. That's what I'm really like. Praying Fingers for. crossed. I did send her a DM, so I think if you flood her DM with <laughs> requests of a Disney Child, she might ignore it. Like she is did. It weird? <laughs> is it weird that I've also messaged Beyonce before? It's <laughs> like, what? Oh, these crazy like Seattle girls. Like, <laughs> I sometimes I have messaged her before. I've been like, or like if it was like somebody like covering a song or something yeah. like that. I thought she'd. I'd be like. Hey, so I'm not weird for sending celebrity no. DMs. Oh, I do it too. Like in a very like you know I appreciate your talent kind of way. Yes. Not the DMs that people are using. No, to. I'm not sliding yes. in somebody's DMs. <laughs> We're just kind of opening the door and walking in. <laughs> but I need to check. I need to message. We know hey, it first. Luke, We're like hello. Luke, where's Luke James at so I can <laughs> send him a? Oh, a, oh, can I open a door? Can yeah. Open a door you knock. Me? You have to be polite. You don't slide in the DMs. Squeeze. You knock on the door. Say excuse me. Anybody home? Squeeze me. Can I? Can you just take a step right in through the door. It's purely talent related, guys. Yes, yeah, facts. <laughs> but anyway, like, that was my highlight. Oh, that's dope. What yeah. you said you had muscle. Is there anything else outside of Beyonce? Um, you know, now that I've said Beyonce, everything just kind of like we. <laughs> no, actually, it's been a great weekend. Actually, yesterday we had that. We went to that one happy hour for yes. culture cu- cultivators. Yeah. Was it? What was it? Cu- Culture Shock Cultivators, I think that's the name the of the name group. The name of the, uh, okay, people putting it on. It's yeah. very rare for us to have events that bring, you know, uh, black people, African-Americans, bra- black and brown people in Seattle together. So it was beautiful to see all those people. That place was packed. That, had a ton of fun. That's my highlight. Yeah. <laughs> see? That's my highlight. Oh, there you go. That's okay. my highlight. That was my highlight. Because you know what? Real talk. I was like, where did all these black people come from? <laughs> We you couldn't like, figure it out. I are they tourists? Like, <laughs> we don't see these many black people at the same ever. place ever. Ever. Yeah. I like. I see. I see a black person. It's like Fred. I know, <laughs> girl. I feel you. I see you. Yeah. You know? That's it. Like I see girls. I be like, hey. I'm yeah. like, hey, girl. This is beautiful. I love yeah. it. I I do love it. Yeah. I love it. Like, so it's nice. I hope they have like more of those that we oh, can attend. It was like, but it was it was jam packed. 
Yeah. Which is good. This is a good problem to have. That's because true. that means that they're going to have continued success yeah. in throwing events. But, like, yeah. Exactly. I was like, for me, that was that was fun. See. The yeah. night, for me, the night ran long. <laughs> I heard. Tell me more about that. <laughs> you know, got home at three. So, you know, it was, oh a, my it, was a, it was a function. No, you know, sometimes you need a night like that where you just, like, let it all let it all go you know yeah. you just you just gotta let your hair down sometimes so it was a, a good time. time to see yeah it was yeah. a good time to see the girls i'm glad we got to see got to get out together rita's hella fun like let me be clear let me be clear <laughs> every time we kick it i like i always find myself saying this set this to, to rita being like girl i'm like you're hilarious i'm like oh my god i love hanging out with you oh my god That's you're so, so much funny. fun like she i always does. say that i always like have to like I don't know why. Like, it's true. Like, it's, I have it's to say, fantastic for my self esteem. So I appreciate that. Wait, it's fantastic for what? For my shusha future. <laughs> there we go. Which one? Which one? Self esteem. Uh, okay. So, uh, so I appreciate you for that. It makes me feel good because I think I'm like, you know, I'm like, what's the, you know, you're popping. You better, th- I you better ain't shit. Like, Girl! like Charlamagne says, I ain't shit. You're right? hella, no, you're the shit. You better be clear. We, I appreciate you. No, you better claim it. It was fun. <laughs> No, I had a good time. I don't really go out much. <laughs> so for me, it was like, let me just go out there, have fun. I'm trying to do things differently. I've committed to doing at least one thing a month. Like, where like you, one social thing. Where you make sure that you mix and mingle? Yeah. Because I think that's really important, not to not only to build community, but I think just for yourself, you know. Your like, sanity. <laughs> for your sanity. And especially, like, if you're, you know... A single woman living in Seattle, you need to be out there. Like, you know, Mr. Wright is not going to knock on your door. He's not? Like, UPS is not going to be like, hey, here's the box of my heart, you know? You want to build build a dude. I told you, we can just build them. So you have to, like, you know, put yourself out there. So for, and also just to be able to spend time with friends. Um, I think it's nice to kind of keep yourself out there and just, you know. Shake hands and kiss babies. Kiss the babies. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Kiss the babies. Yes, Girl, but it was a great event. I could easily turn into a hermit. Like, I told somebody that the other day. I was like, I'm halfway between becoming a social butterfly and a hermit. Like, <laughs> I <I'm> like, <laughs> transition mode. It could, I could, it could swing either. It could yeah. go either way. Like, you know what? I could just stay at home and watch Luke Cage. Or, or I could home go out. so bomb. Like, I really enjoy being at home. Girl, I... There's nothing like just chilling it's at the beautiful. crib, but you have to. Okay, this is completely off script. Could you? Okay, could you date someone who doesn't who doesn't like to stay at home or isn't a homebody? Because like someone who's always out all always, the time, all the time. I don't think that would work for me because I think when you're building a relationship with someone or relationships are about compatibility. Yes. On certain levels, you guys need to be on the same page. You know, you have to have the same outlook. And I think it's okay if one person likes to go out and one person doesn't, but there has to be a balance. You can't just be out all the time if your partner wants to be chilling Once, none of that, you know? <laughs> so I think you just have to find a balance. Like, you know, if, if, you know, one of the, you know, if your man wants to go out all the time, then maybe you guys can compromise. You can go out together. You can go out with his boys or whatever. But then he also has to compromise with you and then have, you know, be some able to chill. have some nights in. Yeah. I think it's important because relationships are difficult. There's even under the best of circumstances, it's hard. there's going to be issues and it's going to be hard. So the more stuff that you have in common, the easier, the easier it'll, it'll make the process. So I need to find my twin. 
<laughs> no, because it's just, I mean, yeah, I guess, the, you know, you just want to minimize the, just the BS. The BS. That's fair. And if one, if going out is like one less thing you have to fight about, oh, then bro. that's a win, you know? Just Hey, you know, I have no problem. Like, I'm with the turn up, but like, it has to be, like, I think I'm at the age where like, it has to be in moderation. Yeah. And I think that's something that's like a. You think, and I think, you know, because men take longer to get to that point. Of what? Of, you know, like, oh, women the, mature the faster than men oh, in general. But now that you're just trying to chill and take it easy, a man your age, he's not going to be there for another couple of years, you know? You think it takes time for... I think it does take time for men to get on the same level as women. As far as wanting to settle down? Yeah. You know, I think, I think so. people get confused the term settling down with settling. I hate that term. With settling. It's not the same. That's not what settle it means. Settle down. How about settle up? <laughs> I fuck with you. I fuck with you. That's how I'm going to call it from now on. I'm going to call it. I want to settle up. <laughs> fuck no, your dad. Fuck that down shit. Down. Fuck the damn shit. That has such a negative connotation to it. You know? It's because settling is seen as a bad thing. And then there's like settling and there's down. Like, <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> like nobody wants to be here no that's what it sounds like settling nobody, down sounds like a it's horrible like the, scenario it's not it's, it sounds like a terrible prize I'm about to settle oh. up honey <laughs> I don't want to take it sounds like a terrible prize settling down uh, that's funny funny story when I I used to work at the um, Olive Garden uh-huh. oh they, my god I remember when I was in college <laughs> yes. and they would be like don't say no problem you know if a customer says oh thank you for something don't say no problem and we were like why and they train this to you they like drill it in your head uh, because the word no by itself has a negative connotation and problem has a negative connotation. So when you say no problem, it's like settling down, you know, womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> settling down is no problem? Oh, yeah, God. it's like two <laughs> words together don't make a right, basically. Ooh. So anyway, it reminds so the me words, of that. So the words have power. <laughs> words have power. Okay, <laughs> so, so then what do we call it then? The age where men... Are ready to be men? Ooh. <laughs> the age where they're grow, grow up ready to be what who you know who God made them to be? Uh, 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 a, a significant other I don't know what do we call it just a solid human being it sounds so garbage oh my god this sounds like the I hate men session it right now it really you can edit this right yes I'm cutting this part out without a doubt I want you to no. put in the part where so, I say oh, you're gonna edit this okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh don't worry I'm gonna one day create a blooper reel and it's gonna be out of this world like at the end of the season I'll create a blooper that's reel that's funny but um but yes, you said what? What's the age where they're like? Okay, ready? so what do we call it then? Where they're ready to like make serious lifelong decisions. That's real. That's what we're gonna you call know? it. I mean, I think it might be different. I don't think it's an age, more so than you know some sort of lifestyle. But that generally tends to come with age because it comes with experience. I think stuff. so. Yes. So I because think- life, because as you get older, you're going your life experiences are going to change your trajectory and they're going to change. Yeah. And it's going to change your focus. Exactly. So, okay, so I am of the Okay, so we agree on this. It's not just who you meet. The timing is the most important part. I think especially for men too because uh, from my experience at least and you know the people watching the people around me dating and stuff like that and you know progressing to marriages and family life and stuff like that. I feel like a man is 
you know, no matter how much he wants to be with a, you know, with, with a specific woman or, you know, a wife and build a family, mm-hmm. I feel like if he's not in the right place financially, I feel like that's huge for men. Like, if they're not in a certain, like, a certain st- stable financial situation, they won't be able to make the commitment to, you know, pursue a family with a woman or take, you know, because get into a serious they have, like, this the person that we're describing has like a checklist that they want to reach first not just the page i don't think it's the paycheck i think just naturally no just like a checklist no i mean like oh, yeah of things that so they're like oh i, I have want to do this, this and i have to do this yeah, yeah these things need to be lined up for me for me to even think about a relationship yeah. so they're like i'm not there yet so no and that checklist consists of making them able to provide because that natural instinct for men is to want to protect and provide you know provide for the family I and I feel like if so. they feel like they're in, a, they're in a place where they can't bring that to the table, even if they meet the woman, and this is just a general statement, you know, there's always outliers. Yes. But generally speaking, even if they meet, if they meet a great woman, because they're not in that place to be able to give her what they believe a man should give a woman, they might either play with her or, you know, waste time or just basically postpone the commitment period until they get to a place. So, and I think from the woman perspective, we're like, if we like you, we like you. Like, if we like, if, if we're, we're with it, you, we're, with we're, it. With you, we're with it, we're with it, we're with it, I'm down. Rain or shine, right? Oh, I love it. So I think most women are like that, to the point where you'll see this man, you know, who, you know, who could be the one for us, and we'll be like, no, you're good, but then he doesn't believe that. So we're feeling like he's playing us, when but in reality, he's trying to be ready. His, he wants to attain his goals first, yeah. So the timing is off. Yeah, of the timing your is off. Meet, yeah. Of the two of you meeting. Yeah. So it doesn't work. Yeah. So anyway, those are just But my. I think people make priorities for what they feel is important. Yeah, I believe that. Like I'm an, uh, they'll make you a priority if if they feel I think it's true of women too. Let's be re- let's be clear. These things go both ways. <laughs> That's very true. So let's not <laughs> let's not uh, let's not put the. I know uh, the men that are listening. Relax. This is not just about you. Are you gonna get hate mail? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm just gonna be like, oh, they're just on here bashing all the guys. But no, I think I think women we can be. I, I mean, I think I can be that way too. As yeah. far as like, if I don't, if I feel like there are things that I'm trying to accomplish, and I feel like. I'm not ready for a relationship. I can't commit to one. Yeah. So, of, uh, so I can understand that in a in a partner. Who, yeah. Who, if if he can't meet my needs, yeah. I can understand that because if you're there are things that you feel like you need to accomplish, or there's th- goals you want. Of course, I respect it, and I I respect the hustle. I respect the grind, the ambition. Yeah. yeah go get it. But the problem is that it generally doesn't go as clearly or, or as smoothly as we're describing it in this conversation. <laughs> it's usually like, ah, yeah, and people just bark at each A whole bunch other. of miscommunication and BS and heart feelings and yeah. it doesn't go the way we're talking. But I can, res- I can respect it because I think women are that way too. And, and I think also, I think also as women, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it a million. I think the guys are going to love me for this one. We can be <laughs> hypercritical of a man's, uh, circum- whatever, life choices, yeah. circumstances, whatever. Sometimes I think we, as women, we can also be hypercritical. Yeah. And the truth is, they're just trying to do their best, just the same way as we are. Yeah. So if he doesn't have everything that, or like whatever checklist, I think we can, I think as women, we can be hypercritical. And I, I think that's also how you miss out on a good man. Yeah, I mean... Good point, but I won't concede. 
we're the better species. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, no, this is a given. That's why they work for women. <laughs> That's why they're out here trying to date us. That's the point. Look at Beyonce and her husband. Okay. He's just the dude. He's the husband. <laughs> He's no, just that no, guy. He's just that no, guy. you have a great point. It obviously takes two to tango. To tango, yeah. you know? It takes two people who are mature enough to communicate well and effectively and figure out a way to deal with each other. And I think if one of the pieces is missing, it's chaos. Chaos. Girl. So, do you know everyone has re- to bring re- everyone has, we're all responsible. Read a priest the word today. Chaos. Can we talk about it? <laughs> no, like people if people really thought about if, if people really thought about before they met someone how much chaos it would bring into their life before like if yeah. you thought about whether or not cuz that's how I approach relationships now. Yeah. When I'm when I'm looking at someone and I'm like, "Okay, if you know, this were not to work out, yeah. am I willing to deal can I handle the chaos that this will bring into my life if it weren't to work out? Yeah. If it if it doesn't work out great, of course it's a beautiful thing. That's what we want. Yeah. But if it weren't, am I willing can I take this on as whatever baggage it's going to become? Like, that's how I look yeah. at a person now. So you have to earn my time, my energy, and my effort. That's how it's going to go. Call it what you want. Call it being like, too... Like, no time to play. Yeah, to yeah. Girl, call it what you want to. Because the thing is, I'm generally generally pretty chill. Like, yeah. there's, you know, I let stuff roll off my back, whatever. Like, it's cool. I can go with the flow and not necessarily... I'm not high maintenance in any, in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. But at the same time, like, now building those boundaries, I appreciate directness and honesty more than anything else now oh absolutely more than anything else like yeah it's cool what you do your job is great yeah whatever uh-huh what what's but tell me about yourself tell me yeah. the real like i'm not really worried about anything else and so so when i look at a person and we have a you know we take the time to get to know each other uh, can i not only like oh can this fairy tale relationship work not yeah. not just that but if it didn't can i handle it can is it worth the time so let me ask you hmm you know the saying, is it better to have loved and lost to, than to never loved at all? Because that's what it sounds like to me. You're yes, like saying, if, I, if it's going to be chaotic, if it's going to be messy, then don't even waste my time. That's what yeah. you're saying. But isn't it better to take that leap, at least from the way I see it? I feel like it's better to open yourself up, even if, you'll, you know, let be, if you're going to be let down. If it means you'll get to potentially, if, you know, experience love is a, love is wild. It's a beautiful thing. Nobody people. Told us. I mean, Nobody told think, us. Why do you think wars happen? You know, it's it's some husband trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to prove his wife. Helen of Helen of Troy. That's where we went. Helen no, of Troy. But that happens so many times. I mean, men fight over women. They start wars over women. You know. So, okay, so that's okay, so that's a very I think good point. the risk outweighs the reward. Wait, did I say that right? <laughs> the reward outweighs the yeah, risk. Yeah, the re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reward. This alcohol is kicking in tough. It's kicking in tough. Okay, you're right. The reward the okay. Okay. Um you asked the question, so I'm gonna answer. Yeah. You're right. This is the truth. You're absolutely correct. Because as much as I, as much as people, as we try to one plus one equals two, yeah. life, that's not how it works. Life is messy. 
as fuck and yeah. we're just trying to draw inside the lines as much as possible as that's all we're trying possible, to yeah. as much as possible because failing miserably no, oh my god yeah, yeah. oh my god this shit is scribbles and <laughs> whatever all the colors are fucked up and we're just trying to keep it together and by the way that's everybody and and that's fair and that's fair the don't let the gram fool you <laughs> people don't let the gra- and no say it louder don't let the gram fool you people only post their highlights mm. it's like yes we had you know <laughs> portion of the show where you only get to see the good stuff uh, uh, we they're need, not sure we need the 30 for 30 you. where they show you the, the nitty gritty we need yeah, the 30 the for 30 stuff. so yeah, yeah. Uh, don't, don't believe the gram hype as yeah well. okay <laughs> so that's fair okay so that's everybody's fair. trying to color between the lines mm. I'm failing I feel it I feel it so you're right the truth is the truth is, matters of the heart is always a gamble. It's always a risk. There's always risk involved. Yeah. The question is, how much risk are you willing to take? And something we touched on in the last episode was that, so as you date and you continue to date, what happens is life experiences are going to change your your view, and sometimes it can make us jaded, right? Yeah. So then that's why we start to think this way or behave this way. So it's because really you're trying to create boundaries and you're trying to protect yourself mm-hmm. because you don't want to continue to to make these, not necessarily mistakes, but make the same life choices or end up with end up with someone or in the same ex- in, or in the same life situations be a relation be it with a significant other or not you're not trying to end up in a cycle yeah. so what you're trying to do is you're like trying you don't to, want to repeat the bad behavior no yeah. so you're trying to make changes that'll bring you a different outcome yeah. so yes of course there's going to be risk but that's the way it goes so you're you're right you're right you're right it's just I think we get a little lost in trying to it's it's a balancing act that's the truth it's a balancing act with creating the boundaries and also where you are mindful of the fact that there's going to be a risk in a relationship it's hard and I think actually one thing that comes to mind when you say that is um, I I forgot what podcast I was listening to but they were talking about the like progression and the history of marriage Mm -hmm. and essentially divorce rates started to go significantly high mm-hmm. when uh, marriage started to change from being like an economical or just basically just building a family unit to take care of the farm, right? That yeah, was yeah, what, yeah. That's basically why people got married and had oh, children. Oh, like back home. <laughs> had children. It's because they needed to, to keep living you know yeah. they need more hands on deck so <laughs> somebody gotta till this farm exactly somebody gotta somebody, somebody gotta go get the uh horses yeah and the hay i mean i guess that i don't know i don't no. i've never been on a farm I'm, i can't <laughs> i'm assuming they have hay i don't know <laughs> sheep 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 People back home oh. back home not here not americans <laughs> they had to settle down i guess <laughs> for sheep Anyway, so they said they, they were talking about how when the shift started to change that people are actually marrying for love instead of need. That's when divorce rates started to like significantly increase because love is based on feeling, right? Yes. I mean, ideally sure. it'll be 1 Corinthians 13, <laughs> right? But is it? <laughs> Is love kind? Is love patient? No, we want what we want. We want it now. You know, okay. it's not very patient in real life. Oh. But I digress. <laughs> no, you're what right. What I was saying is that, you know, people started marrying for love. And love is a feeling. And feelings change. And people associate change with, hey, if, if 
we don't love each other anymore. Why are we still married? You know, it, it, it wasn't as black and white as like marrying for a farm or whatever. You know, <laughs> like the farm is still there. Yeah. Marrying for the farm. Sorry, that, that was fuzzy. <laughs> Not marrying for the farm. Oh Lord, baby. <laughs> I'm saying like the distinction I'm making is that you know the farm is there. You have to deal with it. Everybody it has yeah. to wake up at six in the morning. Do farm shit. <laughs> You're my but favorite. Then, you I know, you. feelings change, and people just associated the change with like, hey, maybe we're not supposed to be together anymore. All right, let's just end it and move on to the next one mm. that we have feelings for. You know, mm-hmm. and then it just you were just, just fast forwarding yeah. through people. So maybe the the key, and I've actually been thinking about this lately. Mm. Maybe the key is not so much finding someone that you have feelings for. Mm-hmm. But someone who's going to be a good partner, and I think a good partner is not just like, oh, do I have feelings for this guy it's, or this woman? It's more so, so like, can this person help me build a life? I am okay. So I'm exactly there now, right? Yeah. <sighs> um, the problem is that we want it all, right? So you want we want to get all. so so you want both. You want a person that can give you both. Yeah, I do. I know I do. I want someone that can. Yeah, I can look at you and it's a logical choice and you and it makes sense and you're the good part a good partner, right? Like mm-hmm. we're a good match yeah. in the in the sense that like we will build a happy, healthy life together. <laughs> but then there are feelings. <laughs> yeah. So then feelings don't necessarily listen to the brain and then yeah. like it it's mm, I wish it was so easy. I wish it was that easy. It's not easy. I wish it was that easy, though, to just be like, we're a good match. Let go. Let go. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not easy, but I feel like maybe um, for me, I don't know if it's, if it's because, you know, I'm getting older. I know I keep saying that. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm really old. I'm not that old. No, you're, you're not. old enough. <laughs> Baby girl. No. You know what? Can I tell you the truth? Uh-huh. For as much as you say that, like, you bring up age, I'm going to tell you the truth. You have such a young spirit, so don't do That's that to true. yourself. So don't so do I mean, it. not a bad thing. I'm enjoying it. So don't it. do it to yourself. No, but I'm saying like... Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. As women, people will constantly remind you of your age in, da- in the dating situation. Especially as a woman. Whew, because they're going to consistently be like, got to have these kids. And it's really none of their business what I do with my uterus or yeah. not. Like, that's really none of your concern. Can you please mind your own yeah. business? But that's fine. Um, but... Like for me, I can speak for myself. Yeah. Yes, I want a family and I want these things, but I am not the type of person to where I'm willing to fold on what I require in order in order to fit what our families or people around us suggest. Nor should you have to. You're the one who but has the, to live your life. But they have the tendency. But let's be real. The pressure. Let's keep it a milli. The pressure real as hell. I think we have to set boundaries. I think that's something that a lot of um, like as first generation American Habesha, I guess that's what you would call it, right? Yeah. Um, we're we don't we don't know how to set boundaries. You know, our parents have been you know have been very like it's a controlled environment Habesha household. Mm, you know? They're very involved in our life choices yeah, in general. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's something that I had to do. I mean, at this point in my life, I have full control over what I do without feeling like you know obviously I want to make my parents you know proud and all that stuff but I feel like I am my own person at this point there's no parental interference (laughs) no I mean yeah they can you know 
they know that if I need advice, I'll go to them. But mm-hmm. they, I've, and I, it's something that I consciously had to do is like draw the line mm-hmm. and say, I'm, you know, I'm gonna have to live my life. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, whatever decisions I make, I, I'm the one who has to suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. So I, I was able to set those boundaries. So I feel, you know, some sort of, I guess. Not to sound, make it sound very like epic, but like some sort of li- liberation. Uh, that is a real thing. The and not many. Of Rita. <laughs> <laughs> not a Mariah Carey reference. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> but I know it's not something that we're used to, but I, I. It's real. I had to consciously make the decision and have the conversation with them and let them know. You know, the line is drawn, you know, and you make the door is closed. The door is closed. (laughs) And, you know, I remember specifically saying these words. I said, you've raised me Mm -hmm. very well. Be proud of your the job that you've done. Mm -hmm. Now you have to trust me Mm -hmm. to that. I'm taking those lessons and making the right decisions with my life. Verbatim. I have said this to my parents. Verbatim. Verbatim, like you did your part already. We were, yeah. we're all the way grown at this point. Yeah. Now it's my turn. And if you to don't trust a, me to do those things, you were slipping. You, you were yourself. slipping. That means you were slipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you weren't paying attention. You fucked up. Yeah. If yeah. I'm making shitty decisions, it's, it's your deep. fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've decided it's all their fault, and they can't take it. <laughs> That's, That's it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I had that distinct conversation, and you know, luckily my parents were receptive, so. It worked out. And, you know, that's healthy. And they, that's healthy. They need to live their life and I need to live my life. You know, it's. I think as first generation children, and I think this happens in a lot of immigrant families. We owe our parents so much because that's they true. sacrifice so much when they come here mm-hmm. that now our entire life is owed to them. Is how, how, how it ends up being how we feel yeah. and how they feel. So yeah. now you're sitting here making all your life choices. Like, what will my parents think? What will they do? Yeah. What will they say? What will my other family members say? Who will, how will everyone feel about this choice that I'm yeah. making? So at a certain point, you have to be like, like you said, free. The emancipation. Yeah. I mean, it's good for everybody. I think as the generation continues to progress, you know, it, you know, as our parents' generation, you know, paid the price to, you know, for us to be here. Yeah. And just, you know, life is a journey. It goes on. And I think we just have to move on to the next thing. We can't just hang on to that. That's been, like, embedded in us. I think it's it's our choice to be able to, or it's, it's our time to make the choice to I think our kind generation, of break, out of, break out of that and then. I think our generation is going to be the one to break the cycle. Yeah. The, it's because of the difference of the two cultures. That's really the, oh, like, it's like night and day. Yes. So yeah. the difference in the cultures is what creates, I think, like, tension between parents and yeah. children here in yeah. America. I think it happens in all cultures. That's We're like, true. oh, I want to be a painter. Your parents are like, Psh, if, you don't, <laughs> if you don't go be this doctor, lawyer, engineer. Yeah. That happens yeah. in all. I've, I've heard this from so many immigrants. Be they uh, Indian families, oh, West, yeah. West, uh, West Indian families or like Caribbean families, their parents, uh, Asian families, they all push, everyone pushes education yeah. because that's what they thirsted for as children. Yeah. So then when their children come that's here, they're true. like, uh, this is their opportunity. Yeah. They, those degrees that they would have gotten at the step of a finger yeah. because they're smart and, uh, you know, like they were well-educated. A lot of them are well-educated in their own countries. It's just yeah. not recognized in America. Which is unfortunate, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Because we know, I mean, no shade, but super shade to 45. <laughs> oh, we're not even gonna mention. We, I rebuke him. He's a number to me. He's a number to me. I rebuke. I rebuke him in um, every way. The education. I know when I, you know, I moved to the states when I was ten, so mm-hmm. I'd already uh, gone through 
Can you tell the listeners the where grade? you lived, please? Yes, I was born and, and raised. I guess I say raised, even though I moved here when I was 10. But I was born and raised in Addis, in Ethiopia. Um, so my point was that um, by the time I moved here, uh, I got into the fifth grade here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they were teaching stuff that I'd already known for years. Like, I already <laughs> learned the things. So education in other countries is so, if you can get it, advanced it's so much it's so advanced so you know when my parents would tell me what they learned i was like american schools are not the greatest and i didn't realize that until they were telling i mean if my father can recollect all of his like calculus and as i'm taking it and teaching it to me yeah and he learned that 40 years ago mm, yeah i mean education is pretty like there's a huge uh um, gap between the rich and the poor. I guess that's just everywhere in the in the world. Yeah, but, but education, if you can get it, knowledge is the thing that everyone thirsted for. It's good. So stuff, when yeah. we come here, they're like, "Go be the doctor." I never was. Yeah, you know, or like, or that I always wanted to be, and I dreamt of. So we're that's what they say, right? Like you're the fruit of like your ancestors' wildest dreams, right? Like that's yeah. what that's what the, the future generations are. So they're think they want their children to be all the things that they weren't, and then yeah. if we don't fit into that box, then. Yeah. Then it becomes this. There's like dissonance. Like, like there's a huge. There's a huge. It becomes a lot of tension between. Yeah. The first generation and the the family, the parents that immigrated. Yeah. I think we've all had to like experience and go through that. So, uh, for those of you out there that are listening that uh, have experienced this, we're with you. <laughs> we oh, feel man. your. We feel your pain. We'll we're feel in your this pain together. Yes, we gonna be all right. Yes, <laughs> we yes. gonna be. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. <laughs> your parents are swaying you about your degree, uh, life choices, or the fact that you kicking at these hookah bars all the time. <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. That's true. <laughs> so um, we're all trying to figure it out. Listen, uh, and it's gonna right? be okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah.